0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Real Estate Matters. For over nine and a half years, the voice of real estate in Flagler County in Palm Coast, Florida. I'm Toby Tobin. I'm a Florida licensed commercial realtor with Grand Living Realty. Also published gotoby.com on the websites. We're sponsored every week by the Flagler County Home Builders Association, Klein Construction, American Village, a gated 55 plus community in which I'm a resident, and pro bono, the Hammock Community Church. That's my church. I like to put a good word in for them every week. Uh, serve this small little church in the Hammock on A1A. Services at 9 and 11 every Sunday. Walker Douglas is back. Good morning. Hello, Walkman. Good morning, Toby. How are you? So you were at a baby shower last week?
1: Yes. Yeah. This generation, the millennials, when they have a child, they act like they're the first person to have ever had a child. So there's a lot of pomp and circumstance. But I think once they get the first one out of the way, then the rest are, it gets a little more, it digresses to the mean in terms of celebration.
0: So, but instead of having a gender reveal, they reveal who the father is?
1: (laughs) No, we're pretty, we're about 99% sure who the father was in this scenario.
0: (laughs) Okay, so uh, uh, we missed you last week.
1: We had an interesting week.
0: You you had an interesting week?
1: Palm Coast in general. Oh, yeah. I had quite an interesting one.
0: Mm -hmm. Quite an interesting uh, city council meeting the other night. Yeah, a long one. Yeah, you you were actually there, weren't you?
1: I wasn't. I watched on the video. Um, But it went well past my bedtime.
0: Mm -hmm. I watched... uh, I watched, no, that was the morning meeting this last week. I know, I sleep in. (laughs) I watched till noon. There's an interesting, um, we'll we'll have to have a show about just public meetings and the kinds of people that tend to show up at them.
1: And I think there's like a direct correlation to the longer, if you're there to make public comment, the longer you sit in the council chambers, the more aggravated you get. And the higher the tension in the room becomes, it's almost like a spiral. It's like a downward spiraling effect.
0: They, they should let the boisterousness. They should let the public make all their comments before the city council actually gets there.
1: That's sort of what happened in, on Tuesday. Tuesdays. <laughs> really voted on anything.
0: So uh, let's look. At, oh, last week you weren't here. I had uh, Eddie Marcel from the MLS. Re- Realtors Association on. He's going to be back next week because nice. we uh, we left some things uncovered. We had more notes than we had time, so uh, story that, of our that lives. Yeah, and he's going to be back. But uh, we touched on twenty twenty three year in review. There have been a few updates. A few late uh, late data came in. Not much, but it kind of illustrates summarizes where we are in the market right now I've going. I've been saying a long time we're going sideways home sold in 2022 was 3012 and 2023 was 2866 so home sold is down just a tad uh, not significantly no not really the median price <clears throat> 369.9 2022 365, 2023, so that's down a tad. Days on market, this is a kind of substantive, that's a tough word. I
1: think you got an extra syllable in there. Substantive?
0: Meaningful. Nice. (laughs) Significant. Uh, 2022 was like 12 days, which was a real aberration. That was an unusual year. 2023 is 37 days. A healthier days on market for both parties. Million dollar plus homes, pretty much the same. Uh, 95 two years ago, 98 last year.
1: It's actually remarkable how consistent the last two years have been.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And,
1: and to me, that's the aberration.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and there are some things that just don't fit the picture like days on market. For instance, uh, in, if you look at just the fourth quarter last year, days on market is 26 in 2022 and 37 in 2023. And I mean, those are both low numbers. Yeah. But sales, sales were off. So you, normally you would expect when sales are off, the number of homes on the market is significantly greater. That days on market would also be substantially longer. Right. They're, they're not. So my my conclusion is that we have a balanced market. Otherwise, prices would be moving. So buyers that. and sellers are in, mark, are in balance. But there aren't very many buyers or very many sellers. They just happen to equal each other out. Or there are a lot of buyers and a lot of sellers. Well, not necessarily well, because no, the Amazon no, market. Not, no, because yeah. sales are down. Right. You know, uh there are a lot of people who are temporarily out, uh, they'd like to be in the market, but they can't because mortgage rates are, have risen. Guilty. They're, they're kind of, uh, short stop there. And the sellers, it's going to take them a while to realize that mortgage rates aren't going to go down substantially. They're not going to go back to three anymore. And so they'll start, uh, You'll have more seller market.
1: It feels good when you rub in when you when you twist the knife when you really pour salt on the wound. That I missed the boat when we had three percent raise.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess you did. <laughs> but uh, you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Sure. So fourth quarter comparison, and this is more recent data because I mean we went through a lot last year. The year before 2022 and last year, there were a lot of – the market was – there were a lot of things that were happening in the market. Uh, Interest rates went from like 3% to 8%. That's very unusual in one year. Yeah, it is. So if you look at just the uh, fourth quarter, that gives you a more recent trend line. And number of homes sold, fourth quarter 2022, 633. 2023, 632. <laughs> wow. So you could say we we're off a bit by one house. It makes me think that we're living in a simulation. Then the median price, 365 to 370. So in the fourth quarter, median price was actually up, whereas it was down for the entire year. Percentage of new construction, 33% in 2022 and 34 Point seven percent in twenty twenty three. January, month to date, fifty one homes sold. That's a little off from January last year, but the median price is three ninety three nine, and it was like three sixty something last January. Oh, so three ninety three is definitely out of the boundary that we had for two years. So, but then again, it's only. Mid-month.
1: Any big sales?
0: Any big sales? Uh, Of the 51 sales, five or a million dollar plus.
1: That's unique.
0: Mm -hmm. But only one of them was cash, which is against what we've seen so much of last year. All the high-end sales were cash. That's a hefty
1: mortgage paying 20% down on a million dollar house.
0: Yeah. And the mortgage rates are not low. Yeah. Okay, through, uh, 2023, we had uh, 1,686 single-family residential building permits. Uh, and our count, and you have to keep in mind when you try to make a comparison between today's market and the market, last time the market went up and people were worried about a bubble that actually did happen, right. uh, we only had about, uh, 50,000, 55,000, I guess. I can't remember the exact number of, of residents in the county. It's approximately 130,000 now. So wow. we've got double the population. And uh, the number of single family permits are down significantly from 20 years ago. Interesting.
1: So you would think that with double the population and fewer permits, the narrative wouldn't be that we're growing too fast,
0: yeah, right? I know that's that's kind of where I'm headed. The you know the narrative is we are growing too fast. In fact, there's there was talk at the city council meeting this uh, this week about a moratorium, and fortunately, that failed it failed for lack of a second. But uh, in 2003. There were three thousand six hundred and sixty eight permits and remember this year there was one thousand six hundred and eighty six so it's less than half wow. and uh, for the year two thousand and four there were four thousand two hundred and seventy four single family permits and again with less than half of the population so I mean we but the the people most of the people who are uh, would be in the moratorium camp moved here after 2000, after 2000, oh, sure. 2004. Yeah. So they, they, they never saw it then. But at the bottom of the recession in 2009, there were only 152 all year.
1: Wow. We really hit the bottom there. We did. Didn't and, we? and builders laid hundreds of employees off, if not thousands.
0: And it was a really dark time. Yeah, and, and a lot of them moved out of out of the state because they had to go find, they had to work. I mean, you can't just be unemployed for 10 years. And yeah. we, we basically, we lost a decade in our growth curve. Yeah, okay, uh, 15 years between the housing bubble peak in December 2005 and uh, in June 2020. So it took 15 years, really. To get from the peak to peak, and then we've exceeded the peak.
1: You know, what was interesting back then during the run-up. Was Palm Coast? You know, we're the was it the fastest or second fastest growing? The
0: fastest growing county two years in a row, and fastest growing city. And two but years the ago.
1: but the narrative back then was, look at this place. Look, it's a land of opportunity. You can move here. Look at the lifestyle that you can have. And it was a much more different spin. It was very positive back
0: mm-hmm. then. But here's, here's something you wouldn't expect in April. 2011, there were only three permits issued.
1: Three permits for
0: single-family homes. homes. Yeah, in an entire month. Wow. But one of the things that is changing, fortunately, although there are detractors out there who would strongly, vehemently disagree with me, but multifamily permits are up somewhat. Uh, So in 2022, we had 908 Living units on living units I mean you could have a condo that has twenty units sure. in it or an apartment that has a hundred units or a duplex that has two um, well let me let me get back to this we have, we have to take a quick break folks and this this topic is going to take too long. I don't want to go through the break. We'll be right back.
1: All I can say is that this episode, a part of your show, started out with a fake news story
0: <laughs> by the fire chief. Free for all Friday, where local newsmakers talk it out. People pretty much made up their minds about vaccines by now. We're crossing our fingers that everything holds up so we can give our folks some raises. Hi, I'm David Ayers. Join me and Brian McMillan every Friday morning following the news at 9 on WNCF and worldwide on the Flagler Radio mobile app. Well, Welcome back, everybody, to the second half of Real Estate Matters, sponsored by the Flagler County Home Builders Association, Klein Construction, American Village, and the Hammock Community Church. Just before the break, we started a topic and didn't get very far into it. I was talking about multifamily. Here, here's a fact that not only most people don't know, but even when I tell it, most people don't believe it.
1: These are your kind of facts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> The uh, the original IT and T plan for Palm Coast envisioned fewer than fifty percent of the living units would be single family residential. Uh-huh. Over fifty percent were multifamily. That's not what it's not what we are. You now. would believe no. yeah. you know, if you drive around in the neighborhood, you never never guess that. But there were nine hundred eight living units in twenty twenty two. In the multi-family category, and of those apartments, are 300 units in Point Grand and the Preserve, in Flagler Beach, 240 new units, and then there are 24 condo, not really new permits, but there were restarts. There were two buildings in Grand Haven that were never finished back 20 years ago, yeah, and uh, they were purchased by a new developer who finished them. They're beautiful. Uh, 82 townhomes were permitted. In 2022, in the trails, that's a D.R. Horton project on Belterre North. And 131 duplexes, so that translates to 262 living units. Now, here's another indication that we are definitely moving sideways. In 2023, do you know how many duplexes were permitted? Half as many. 131, <laughs> exactly the <laughs> same number. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to go back like twice. I said, what? I must have messed this yeah. up. Uh, 670 apartments were permitted in 2023, and that's the Wilton and the Haven, both in town center. Both in town center. hmm And townhomes, another 155 uh, in the trails and, and in the retreat in town center. So you have three multifamily projects coming out of the ground in town center. And to
1: those, to those, the, those with multiphobia who say, well, that's a lot coming mm-hmm. at the same time. That's a lot hitting the ground at the same time. One of the first conversations I ever had with you, Toby was either 2017 or 2018 when the palms HTG bought a piece of property in town center and built apartments they named them the palms mm-hmm. and that was the first multifamily permit pulled, this is 2018, mm-hmm. in, was it eight years? It eight or
0: nine years, yeah, I think.
1: So no amount of apartments in one year are going to make up for eight years of, z- of zero multifamily growth. Not only that, but we'll never get to that diversity of housing stock that ITT originally envisioned for the place.
0: No, no, we won't. But if you look at total living units, including single family, remember single family was down probably 10 or 15% in in uh, permits. But if you combine the single-family residential with the number of living units in the multifamily, uh, you have 2022, there were 3,251. 2023, 3,110. Pretty much even up again. And uh, either of those, when you get that kind of number, that would... Actually, house about uh, sixty-five or sixty-two hundred people. Yeah, because if you if you average out, um, you know you'll you'll see the number two point six used a lot two hundred two point six people per dwelling unit, and that's kind of a national average, and probably not too far off from what the number would be locally here, but they define the units as occupied units, and so we have. We have more second homes, vacation mm-hmm. homes, and short-term rental properties. So, if you actually take the number of living units that we have in Palm Coast and divide it by the population, it's two people per unit. Sure. So, it makes it easy to do, it's easy math to do in your head. Yeah. So, who's the most prolific builder? Horton T R Horton. Just as they are nationally. Yeah. The, that adds up. You know, the the largest they're the largest uh, single family home builder by unit count. Do you know who the second who, who the uh, largest home builder by dollar value is? Toll Brothers. Yeah, and they're building here now too. That's
1: right, Town Center.
0: Mm-hmm. The difference is that uh, D R Horton builds townhomes. Toll Brothers builds attached villas.
1: Oh, well, there is, a, and I, you know, I used to scoff at the distinction between these words, but I've learned, okay, I've learned that there is a difference. For example, Horton has the uh, townhome neighborhood at the north end of Beltaire mm, called The Trails, the trails right? Mm-hmm. And that's townhomes because it's, you know, multiple shared wall units, right? Mm-hmm. And the Toll Brothers paired villas, as they call them, which are in town center, is one building Two homes.
0: Okay, so go back. and it, tell me how that's different than a. It's well,
1: not, it, well, to, well, well, it's, I like, think it's the a, assumption it's a, it's, a du, it's
0: a duplex, not a townhome.
1: Well, these, but it's owned like a townhome in terms of the plat being fee simple.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, whereas duplexes typically are not, although right. they can be. They could be. Yeah, there, there was a, a, a builder locally who actually uh, subdivided some of the duplex lots and built duplex homes, where it is fee simple, then resold them.
1: I bet they did pretty well on that.
0: Yeah, I think so. So, um, D.R. Horton, uh, 285 homes in Palm Coast alone, 285 single-family permits, with a total contractor-declared value, which is kind of a funny number, it's the... Have to come up with a. It's not necessarily the cost of construction, but it's they have to put a cost in because some of the permitting fees are based on right. a contractor uh, stated value. But it's so you'd be somebody,
1: incentivized, and I'm not saying anybody does this, but you'd be incentivized no, to declare a would, lower value. Nobody
0: would ever <laughs> do that. Uh, but Dr. Horton, uh, their total estimated contractor value is seventy-one point one million. So it's a lot of a lot of wow Wow. Yeah. And then that's just. Palm Coast. And then Bunnell had sixty six permits through the year and probably sixty of those would have been DR Horton because yep. the Grand Reserve is, is the, the big development. Holiday Builders comes in next at one hundred and fifty eight homes, total value of forty point nine million. Followed by Seagate, one hundred and forty six homes at Forty nine point nine million. But you see, here's an example. Holiday builders, one hundred and fifty eight homes, forty million, Seagate hundred and forty six homes, but at a higher value, total value, forty nine point nine million. Yeah. LGI is next with a hundred homes at twenty million. So those are the those are the top builders. The heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I got that from the permit files, not an MLS. Interesting. So it's it's true data.
1: And then there's plenty of other local custom home builders who don't who don't make their margin on volume as Horton or Toll Brothers would, but rather on mm-hmm. you know the the value of homes. Their homes being a little bit higher.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are some probably builders over on the beach side that could approach the $20 million number with with just a handful of homes. Yeah. So quickly, interest rates, uh, well, new mortgage applications are up this last week, 10% over the week before. These are little tidbits that might Mm -hmm. give you a hint about where the market's going. Uh, interest rates now 6.75%. Builder confidence is rising. I think
1: consumers have accepted their fate.
0: Well, they, they mentioned that, that, uh, that, that there are more people that are that are selling now and buying they're just deciding the interest rates aren't going to go back down to three yeah. uh share of homeowners with a rate of six percent or below has fallen to 88.5 percent from a record high of 93 percent mid last year that's so the. the lock-in effect, or the reluctance to lose a low interest rate mortgage for higher interest one is still strong, but not as much as before, according to this article. Here's a breakdown of where today's homeowners fall on the mortgage rate spectrum. I'll go through this quickly because we're running out of time. Below 6%, 88.5% of mortgage homeowners with mortgages, 88.5% are below 6%. Whoa. Seventy-eight point seven percent are below five percent, fifty-nine point four percent. So, still more than half are below four percent, but only twenty-two point six percent are below three percent. So, that we're, we're nudging up. So, homeowners have an average of two hundred thousand dollars in home equity, according to Market Watch, and uh, the home equity stake of the average American homeowner with a mortgage is worth just over. That's quite a bit of equity. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, only 2% of homeowners with a mortgage were in negative equity. In other words, upside down. So we're not headed for a crash. And they made
1: a lot of that equity
0: in the last two and a half years. Yep, yep. They did since the pandemic. Well, we got to run. We've run out of time. Uh, We're going to have the Association of Realtors president back again, Eddie Marisol next week we hope you'll be here too i'm toby tobin and i approve this show